What's up, everybody? My name is Lee. You guys might know me as Intuition, and you're listening to Kinda Neat. Thank you for tuning in again. I appreciate it. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. Uh, you can follow my man behind the boards, Database, at I Am Database. Hey, James, you just walked in the room. Say hi on my podcast. Hi, my name is James, also known as No Can Do. You can follow me at, at MCNoCanDo.com. Follow him at, 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 at MCNoCanDo.com. <laughs> Uh, you can find us as a unit at That's Kind of Neat. You can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash That's Kind of Neat. Facebook, hit us up on Facebook and like it. Facebook.com slash Kind of Neat and everything wrapped up in a pretty package on kindofneat.net. Tonight, we have in the lovely and talented kid sister from Chicago. Really awesome conversation. I had a good time. Just recently met her. She's like the nicest person ever. And she brought in this little adorable dog named Betsy to hang out with us. Had fun talking to her. In the meantime, I pressed some new shirts up. So if you guys want to get some shirts that say intuition on them, it's like a flip of the Cleveland Indians logo. Please do that. It's intuition.bigcartel.com. You know, you can help me pay off my credit card debt with those. Uh, Every penny gets donated to the Wells Fargo Intuition Fund. Yeah, uh, just did some traveling this weekend for another photo shoot and, and like went all around Mojave and Kern River and uh, man, California, it's fucking beautiful here. It's crazy. I've been, I just went to some places that I've never been before and uh, the state is very fucking diverse. And then we ended up in this airplane graveyard that was just crazy. It's like where all these airplanes go to die. And I guess each airplane is still worth like millions of dollars, even if it doesn't fly anymore because of all the salvage parts. And it was really cool. It was like a fucking Mad Max scene. I'm very down. But yeah, hit us up. Say hi. Be sure to rate, subscribe, comment on iTunes. Your subscriptions mean the world to us. And we appreciate you guys tuning in every week. Thank you so much. Without further ado, we're going to get right into this conversation with Kid Sister. Oh, you got Simpsons references? Oh, I can do a mean millhouse. I'm not going to do it here. I love The Simpsons. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, my favorite show. Do you still watch? I don't watch the current ones, no. Yeah, the current ones have kind of fallen off, but Bob's Burgers is good. Oh my God, it's so good. I love that show. Shout out Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me hungry every time I watch it. So you're here, your kid sister. Hi. I'm yes. introducing you now. Hello. I don't usually introduce people, but I feel like if I don't, we'll just sit here and talk about cartoons all day. <laughs> cartoons and burgers. Mm. Yeah. Hey, it's your girl, Kid Sis. I'm here with Lee. my friend my name's Lee. Lee. <laughs> Yeah, I said that because I didn't know if you were going to give my name. I'm like, wait, what's she going to say? Is she going to remember my name? I know. Uh, Yeah, you're out here. You're in L.A. now. Yes. Yeah, you've lived here for how long? Two and a half years. And how do you you feel about it? I find it to be quite enjoyable. Yeah? Um, Yeah, I really like it. It's cool. It's, you know, there's no complaints. It's just easy. How's it different from your hometown? Chicago's my favorite town. I mean, I'm going to say, I I can't lie. It's my favorite place, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, But... The weather just, I mean, it's really, cold. it's like cheesy to be like, the weather's so much better here, but it really is so much better here, and and you can do things without crying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like leave your house <laughs> and walk. <laughs> so yeah, it gets a little bit crazy uh, in Chicago for half of the year. Yeah. You're born and bred in Chicago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. South suburbs, where all, all good things in music come from, apparently. I'm saying South suburbs though. Oh, really? The suburb. Yeah. Like Kanye is from there. Yeah. Lupe's dad is from there. So he grew up half out there. And then uh, Mikey Antoine from Cool Kids and Green Velvet. And 
Felix the house cat lived in the neighborhood across the street from me. So it's pretty crazy. And then, of course, my brother in Flasterdamas. So, yeah, it's maybe something in the water. It was really, really boring. <laughs> so. It's one of the one of those outlier places. Yeah, I feel like you can get pregnant or sell uh, drugs or leave, like or do music, you know, get mm, creative. So. That's the three options. That's it. Why didn't you get pregnant? Um, we already talked about this earlier. Okay, I was a little bit of a chubster, and you brought that up quick. Wasn't a bit of an option. Is this for a me. sore spot in your history? Or no, what? no. I mean, I just was like a chubby girl. You know, I wasn't really, I wasn't promiscuous. From what age? When did you start realizing, like, oh, I'm a little bigger than other people? <laughs> when did it become always a clock? <laughs> yeah, always. I was pretty. Just I was like a, yeah. Like was, by first grade, you're like, oh, I'm the fat kid. I wasn't the fat kid. I was just a hefty girl there were other they were like he was big bounded dude yeah you know <laughs> um but yeah it's all good i think that like you have to be a nerd to then or or suffer some sort of hardship like if i ever have children i just hope they're nerd like i want them to go through you know what I mean? Like being a misfit leads to creativity. Is I that what you're saying? I think it leads to I don't know. I think it leads to empathy, and I think it leads to you being a better person. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say that. I could feel that. Yeah. Yeah. So were you picked on as a kid then? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I think that like most creative people were because your head's not in like what other kids are talking about. Your head's somewhere else, so you're already weird. Where Where <laughs> was your head? Where were you? What were you creating as a child? Music. I was already. just always thinking about music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you singing and stuff? Mm-hmm. Church choir. choir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what age did you realize? Oh, maybe I'm. I'm like, I have a penchant towards this. I might be better at this than some people. No, I never really felt like that, and I always just um, felt like moved by it. I was always really excited by it. You know what I mean? Like, I remember being six years old, being in the choir, and um. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was harmonizing. And I was like, this sounds so pretty. Wow, what is this? Right. And it was like the prettiest thing I'd ever heard, you know. But I grew up on um, classical music Mm. and then got into uh, like house music around, I was like 11 or 12. So the folks were into classical? No. My dad was in a Talking Heads cover band. And my mom played clarinet. Yeah, like my mom's whole family is very musical. Yeah. And so they all played in bands and, you know. And then... uh, yeah, I was just into classical music because it calmed me down. My house, the house was crazy. Why so was the house crazy? Just a lot of big family. Artistic people are crazy. Yeah, <laughs> big family or what? Um, no, it's just me and my brother. I okay. mean, extended family. Yeah. Are you my, the older or younger? I'm older. You're the older. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. How old is your sister. brother? He's 29. 29. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My family is exactly the same as your same age difference then. And yeah, mm-hmm. we're exactly the same is what I'm saying. I'm trying twins. to, that was how I, <laughs> that was how I created rapport. How fucking, twins. how demanding was that? Just happened. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> how did you discover classical music as a child though? Like, I don't understand, like who's drawn to a fucking Tchaikovsky as a child? I don't know. I just like was listening through to the radio. I had a little transistor radio. So you had like AM channels. Mm, I didn't really listen to those cause yeah. they were always shit yeah <laughs> well, I, I always figure that's where the classical is, is on am i don't know no, it's on the early numbers it's on the uh, little the numbers, lower numbers. The, the 90s yeah yeah it's in the it's like 80 you were on that upper 80s lower 90s um that young npr yep 
<laughs> so basically, I would just go through the radio, and that's what sounded good to me. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So dad was in a Talking Heads cover band. I think that's awesome. Yeah. My dad is weird. Because <laughs> the, really dad, cool. the Talking Heads are strange. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah. Does he still cool toy dad. around with music? No, he's a truck driver. He's, he's a truck driver. Yeah. Was he always a truck driver? No. What, when did he, he start was, that? Um, he worked at an auto supply store for like, 20 years uh-huh. and then he quit that and he got a job with uh, the Union Pacific Railroad as uh, an engineer in training he was trained to do that uh-huh. and he was involved in a collision oh shit yeah it sucks so then he just started you know driving truck yeah yeah That's but he doesn't really do music anymore at all Mm-mm. Mm. not really but was he's he ever, into it was the cover band thing something where it was like uh, you know the music dream ain't quite working out and I got a family and stuff so I'm gonna stop pursuing my own solo st- or like my, my like I don't Really my know. original I was too stuff. Young. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to ask him. I'll yeah. let you know later. Okay, we can cool. Do a follow up. Yeah, we'll do a phoner, <laughs> <laughs> an addendum. Phone it in. It's one. I'm like, okay, he didn't do that. By we're just like, hey, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why did you call like, me? Yeah. For that? What was that text message about? <laughs> the text message just says no. <laughs> like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, yeah. What did Bob do? Um, my mom, when I was born, she's done a bunch of jobs, but I, she worked at the cable company. And let me tell you a little, little bit about the cable company in the eighties. You got free cable. You got free pay-per-view. Oh, wow. You know how many WrestleManias we saw that shit? Oh, I used to love WrestleMania. Yes. Okay. WrestleMania one through four saw them all. Yeah. Um, and what was the other one? SummerSlam saw that. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Royal Rumbles. Royal. Ru- okay. What was your favorite wrestler? Mine was Coco Beware. Uh, mine was probably Ultimate Warrior. Okay. But then I also like... Those bands made me feel uncomfortable. I though. liked the bootleg uh, Native American Ultimate Warrior, Tatanka, who came oh later my. as well. I like Tatanka. <laughs> he was bootleg. He, was bootleg <laughs> <well>. <laughs> he wasn't even... He was like a fucking tanned Orange County dude. That fool was so not Native American. His name was Bill. But I, I remember like my brother and I um, went to a wrestling thing with my dad at the arena in Fairbanks and uh-huh. uh, Tatanka was before he was even on TV. Like he he was like up there doing wrestling. We were like, well, who is this fucking guy? <laughs> it's so awesome. And then later I just realized like, oh yeah, he was just doing his ultimate warrior. That's just Bill. Yeah, he was just <laughs> swagger dra- jacking and shit. Yeah, but I don't like those bands in the ultimate warrior's arms. They always made me feel uncomfortable. I'm like they're cutting it on his muscles. Yeah, it looked like his veins were just about to pop. Yeah. That fool was like the young meth head though. Like, have you ever, you, hey, I have no idea, dude, watch, go back and Google search, uh, or like YouTube, um, ultimate warrior on Arsenio. It is the craziest shit. Wait, I think I saw that. That fool was on one back crazy, in the day. It, it, yeah. it, it, it makes sense why he disappeared. Cause that fool had, must have had some crazy like issues. I think he was really, wasn't he? Yeah. Arsenio was like, I'm scared of you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that fool was just like coked, <laughs> coked out of his gourd crazy. or something. Yeah. Like, he was going one. crazy. I remember that. So you guys used to get all the pay-per-view events for free though. Yeah. Yeah. All the fights, everything. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mom worked at the cable company. Why was cable? Oh, so you, because so she worked there, you got it for free. Me. I get it. Yeah. Cable raised me. Okay, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. well, you like early MTV purveyor? Kinda. I mean, I liked MTV, but I was a little bit young for that still. Like when it first was, when it was like yeah. new-ish. I think it started the year I was born. It did. Well, yeah. I, I was gonna mm-hmm. say we're about the same age. Like, we we talked about this previously. <laughs> we talked about this previously. Yeah. I'm not. We're, we don't. We don't say ages on here. We don't put. Oh, we can say ages. I'm 30 motherfucking three years old. See, and I don't I'm want. Very, to, very I don't want people to know that about Sorry. me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm very so proud I'm, of my I'm, age. I'm 32. Uh, 
And so, like, I remember uh, my mom, or like, I just remember when I was born, like, watching Van Halen videos and like ZZ Top videos. Yeah, like, there was at, that. From a very young age. Yeah. Like, anyways. Yeah, really little. But no, I watched like Nickelodeon, like Nickelodeon, Disney Channel. Normal kids. Yeah, we had um, we had all the channels. Yeah, so we watched Disney too. But I love that show. There was a show. Was so- Please say Kids Incorporated. Okay, oh, no. I did watch that. All right, go ahead. But this show is so... You had cable then, right? Yeah. Okay, do you remember you Out of Control? Th- oh, no, I don't remember that. That shit, though. What Out was of Control, though. It was so weird. Um, it's going to sound horrible, but before he was on Full House, Dave Coulier hosted this wow. show. yeah. And there were all kinds of just weird segments where they would... Um, it was kind of like Pee Wee's Playhouse. You know how Pee Wee's Playhouse was really zany? I do know that. It was... Well, zanier than that. You're the first weird. person to use zany on my podcast. Yo, I think that's a good, that's a good adjective. It was really, really zany. Like, a, it was, that shit is zany as fuck. Yo, it was. I'm trying to be real about it. Like, it was zany as shit. Yeah. Like, Benny what channel? Hill. What channel was that on? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, what's going to happen next? These <laughs> these niggas is crazy. Um, it was on Nickelodeon. It was on Nickelodeon? Yeah. Do you remember this really old Nickelodeon show called You Can't Do This on Television? I hated that show. I'm sorry. That show was dark. Like, yeah, it was weird. When I think remember about the firing it, squad? Allison? I do. Yeah. yeah. The guy that always sticks out to me is like the one old white dude that, that was on the guy. show that was like mad white trash. Like it was like Al Bundy would look at that fool and go, man, your life is fucked up. <laughs> like I don't remember he, him being white trash though. Maybe he was like, I remember he would, I was play, from. he would play this chef character that mm-hmm. was like just covered in like nastiness and dirt and, and like would be smoking a cigarette in the kitchen. I'm frowning just, right now. I remember that shit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I feel like people, this generation of Nickelodeon kids don't realize like that's the show where slime came from. Like that's yeah. why Nickelodeon does slime. It's, slime just is, occurs if naturally. If you said slime, you would get nature. slimed on that show. Yeah. yeah. No, if you said, I don't know. Oh yeah, if you said, I don't know. And if you said water, <laughs> you water. Said if you said water, then water would get water poured would on you. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like, it was, I, I don't know. slime right. so much though. So. Yeah, I know. Like... <laughs> It's like the only time anybody gets slimed is if they go, I don't want to get slimed. No, no, <laughs> fuck. Weird. Yeah. All right, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> church going folk, is that how you ended up in choir? Um, Catholic school. Catholic school. Mm-hmm. But did you guys go to a Catholic church? Uh, yeah, my mom went um, on Sundays and then we went on Fridays with school. So we went to church a lot, yeah. actually. Yeah. yeah. And then that school is really weird and kind of like, I don't know, it just wasn't that great of a school. So my parents pulled me out and actually it was really racist. There were many very racist white people there. Which brings me to a question I have. What is your racial, what is your ethnic makeup? Yeah, my dad is Native American. You're very and, exotic. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, my dad's Native American and African American, uh-huh. um, but mostly black. Yeah. And um, Are you great, 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 great granddaddy's Cherokee? Cherokee princess. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, my mom is like Irish, Dutch, German, uh, you know, Euro, my, but... I think more Irish and Scottish than other I would have just guessed Filipino. <laughs> no, I'm just like <laughs> really. I'm like Puerto Rican is really. I'm come Puerto Rican. I stick with that. I really wanted to learn Spanish so I could get a scholarship because I really could have lied my way through it. Yeah, but the Native American, you could have got a scholarship in Oklahoma. Suppose. Yeah. Suppose though. Yeah. But yeah. But anyway, yeah. They took us out of that school and put us in this like hippie commune farm school um, that had horses and sheep and chickens and bunnies and a pasture where it was so dope. It was all hippies. And How'd they but find they were that like, school? I don't even like the people who they bought our house from. Yeah. Um, Mark and Illinois, what up? Um, <laughs> they bought the house from these hippies 
and they had sent their kids there. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's where we went. So the, was there any, like, were you ever inside or was it always just like, oh, we're out? Like in the pastures. <laughs> we were learn, outside a lot. We're, we're learning math by counting hooves. Yeah. <laughs> like, use what God gave you. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, we were inside. They had a, the classrooms were set up in a, in a carriage house. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's it, cool. It how, was, small school then, I, I don't mm, know. Like, mm-hmm. how many kids would you say? Total in all the classes, probably like 150. Mm hmm. Maybe that much, maybe less. And were there any other like ethnically diverse children there? Yeah, it was weird because it was half hippies and then half like kind of bougie like black girls. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they were like, um, yes, girl, jam is what you really want to use on your hair. <laughs> and I'm like, jam, what's jam? And they're like, it's called Let's Jam. You can get it at the Sally's. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> what? Anyway, I learned a lot about hair products at that school. I'm just nice. Leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's what you took away from the hippie school. Pink oil was, moisturizer was hair was hair products. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um. And sheep shearing. Yeah. Come on, boo boo. Hi. Was it uh? Oh yeah, there's a dog here. If you guys hear pitter pattering, that's young Betsy. Okay. Oh, she said hello. Hi. That's great. Was there any like noticeable kind of like you said the Catholic school is racism? Did you pick up you picked yeah. up on that even as a kid? Uh, yeah. How so? Um, nigger, 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 nigger. By little white kids or mm-hmm. by, oh yeah yeah. So that's funny because people sometimes are like, oh this girl, oh she dropped the M up or oh she said this or that, and it's like you know what? I've been called the N word in a in a derogatory in way. A derogatory way. So I'm not saying you know that means anything. I'm just saying been through the struggle yeah yeah (laughs) a little bit no shit yeah that's interesting yeah it was Uh, pretty intense how did your folks meet do you know that story um through friends i think yeah Yeah. i don't know if it was anything remarkable were their families accepting of it because I still hear to this day, I have I have a few uh, friends that are married to people of different races and stuff, and sometimes uh-huh. their families aren't even accepting of it still, and that's 33 years later than that was. Weird. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Racism is still out here. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think for the most part, like, they got over it, yeah. the families. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think it was pretty, it was all right. Both sides of the family from Chicago? Sort of. Well, not really. My grandmother's family is all from Georgia and my on my dad's side. And then my mother's family is all from Iowa. Uh-huh. But everyone pretty much lives in Chicago now. So you didn't have to like go visit anywhere, other states Iowa, to like see family. Iowa? Yeah. And then I have cousins in Kansas. Yeah. That's why. Shout out to Kansas. <laughs> Kansas though. Yeah. Wichita though. So how long did you go to the hippie school? Is that till high school or was um, that? Um, I just went there for like two, three years. Yeah. And then did you go to like a normal high school? And then I went to my first it was like being in The Wizard of Oz, everything is black and white, and then you get to high school and everything's in color, and you're like, what? Yeah. There's like midgets and sparkles everywhere. Like, what is this place? It was crazy. Your school had midgets and sparkles? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. shouldn't say midget. That's a derogatory as well. Did you know that? Yeah. Little anyway. people. Okay. So the point is- Shout out to the little people that follow. Right. Sorry, boo. <laughs> so so I said boo. Like, it's one there person. Is, there's only one. Jesus. I yeah. am so horrible. But anyway- Yes. So it was like seeing, uh, you know, life through a whole new lens because um, Catholic school and private schools can be a little, you know, sheltering. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, it was just wild. That school was so crazy. (laughs) It's where I learned to footwork. It's where I learned to rap. It's where I learned everything that I kind of am right now. I've really found myself. in. Was it a school where uh, kids from all over the city are coming in together Um, or was it all from just the south suburbs? Oh, yeah. I mean, yes, it was from two towns in the South Suburbs. Uh-huh. Um, Matson, Richmond Park. 
that's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, they don't sound remarkable. But the South Suburbs is really interesting because people here are suburbs and they're like, oh, you grew up this charm. And it wasn't With bad. a white picket fence and everything. I wish. Yeah. But it was, um, it was hood, but good. Yeah. Put it like that. <laughs> yeah. It was all good in the hood. Yeah. The South Suburbs are different. It, yes, it was. Um, the South Suburbs are a little bit different than the rest of the suburbs in Chicago in that that's where all the rappers come from. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what is it about that neighborhood? Like what? It's not a neighborhood. It's a whole, it's the, the, really big. It's a big, it's just the next. That area. Yeah. It's like the next ring of land outside the South side of Chicago. Yeah. The actual South side of Chicago, very dangerous area right now. Correct. I mean, parts. Yeah. Parts of pa- it. But have always been. It's yeah. not right now. Does, it's really funny. Everyone's like, Chirac, Chirac. I'm like, you know what? The South Side of Chicago has always been that. It's yeah. always and and it's not the whole thing, obviously. But like I was saying, but right. Chicago has always had, you know, statistically the violent violence goes up in the like citywide the day school lets out mm. every year, mm. every year. So you know that like the shootings and everything go up when the kids get out. Yeah. So it's really always been like that and it's kind of it's interesting that it's getting attention now but it it's always been, it's been like that crazy yeah <laughs> does any of that like trickle down into the burbs or no uh, did you you, you felt safe of. you felt safe growing up yeah i mean yeah 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 but i mean there's there's definitely neighborhoods that you know are safer and neighborhoods that aren't right. but um but for the most part yeah where we lived was was okay yeah but everybody thought my mom was in the neighborhood for drugs the first neighborhood we lived in really she was the only white person in our yeah, yeah yeah and they were like hey 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 and she would like you know drive into the neighborhood and everyone would run up to her she's like i live here <laughs> don't you know me by now i'm kathy the crazy white lady <laughs> she said they used like, to call her crazy white lady all white people look oh the same oh my god yes whenever there's a white person in the hood they're usually up to no good <laughs> Kathy Young. <laughs> um, were you into any other activities other than choir as a kid? Activities, not really. I didn't really do. I mean, I did dance like yeah. in high school. I did all like the performance kind of stuff. Um, but when I was like 12 or 13, when I first started going to the farm school and I met all these girls, there were a couple crazy girls that mm-hmm. I did meet and they were like a little wild and young and just acting bad. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Hey, we go to this club. It's called Jubilation. <laughs> if you have heard Flostradamus's uh, EP called Jubilation, it's named for this club. Although they never went because they were a little bit too young. But I would always go and be like, oh, my God, I can't wait till you get to go. <laughs> Asshole. But yeah, but anyway, um, it was really crazy. And, you know, we would go and it was like. At 13? Yeah. To the club? Was it like an 18 and up club? Yeah, uh. it was. It was like younger, but shit just would go on. It was in a photon place. It was in like a laser tag place. Oh, they wow. Do laser tag during the day and yeah. then at and night. And then turn it into the club. Yeah. Leave the black lights on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. We saw some things. and Like what? Like people doing it. Like people just getting finger banged in the back? Pretty much. Yeah, that's amazing. Not in the back. Like in, yeah. you know, there were those like, in a. have you ever done laser tag? Yeah, for sure. Back in the day? Yeah, there's like these little hallways and crevices and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in there. And they're all glowing. <laughs> I feel like that's how our roller rink was where I was from. That's where all the kids would go to be deviants. Yeah, hella crevices. Yeah. 
So you get to high school and it's like the Wizard of Oz. And now you strike me currently as a very outgoing uh, yeah. person, easy to get along with. Well, maybe not easy to get along <laughs> with, but I mean, you're you're outwardly very charming and easy to talk to, I to. initially. I to be. Were you like that in high school already? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It's like by the time I got to high school, you know, we had been so Lisa and April. Hey, girls. Um, they're, they're actually they, they follow us on Twitter so shout out no I'm just kidding shout out Lisa Bass I'm sure they're shout listening. out April Bush yeah. um, but they would <laughs> I'm gonna look both of them up on Facebook when I get home do, now please do please do they were awesome <laughs> but they were the ones that were like yo Jube and I was like what's Jube they're like jubilation and they were the ones that took me so by the time I got to high school cause I had been like 7th 8th grade yeah like I felt you know like I had knew a few things like I was really getting into music already into you know like electronic music yeah house music you said right yeah and what's really cool about Chicago is that on the radio they will play you know even in the mix shows uh, I'm sorry even in the regular radio play they play cuts Mm -hmm. like shit that you would not hear on normal radio Um, strictly rhythm songs like things that you just would never hear and in the mix shows we just were really really spoiled Mm -hmm. so anyway by the time I got to high school I felt like I knew a few things Mm -hmm. and and yeah high school was really 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 fun for me so I made a bunch of girlfriends and learned more about hair products (laughs) constant theme in your schooling yes yeah and you said that's where you learned to footwork and rap and footwork and How, how did that happen I don't know I mean that's they would do what, During what, lunch. what is footwork? Because I'm vaguely familiar with what it is because of YouTube, but but maybe there's a lot of kids that don't know. Dance that you do to juke music. Yeah, and juke. How music. long has that been popping? Because I, I it just recently got put on my radar, honestly, because of a uh, chance the rapper. I, I like learned what it was because because uh, I heard him talking about it. Yeah. yeah, um, I've known about like footwork and juke music since like '92. Oh wow! So yeah. it's, it's been around. Yeah. Yeah. And like now it's called twerking. It used to be called popping. Um, and you pop to juke. It's kind of like you can juke and juke is a type of dancing, yeah. too. But you also pop to juke music and you also footwork to juke music. Describe what juke music is to the people. Is there like a certain BPM? It's 150 that it BPM yeah. or higher. It's really fast. And it's, um, yeah, it's just like you better have some good subs. Yeah. <laughs> when did juke music kind of like come onto the scene? really sure exactly but i mean i can tell you that i heard some what i think of it now is like early versions of it in like 92 yeah as far as that's like really when i got into um dance music yeah so and so was that a life changer for you got you away from the classical music yeah really it did i was like what's this what's cashmere what's the percolator yeah i was a baby you know i was really little and i was just like what is this music i can't stop listening to it i would make my parents play the percolator on repeat Mm -hmm. on road trips how are you finding the music back then? Because Napster and the internet weren't things mix yet. Mixtapes. Is mixtapes like yeah, they sold, they passing sold it the, between friends or what? No, they would sell it outside of Jubilation or oh, yeah, okay. or passing it through friends and stuff too. We had a couple, like April's older brother was friends with some DJs. Um, so he would get us stuff too. Yeah, because I would imagine like if you're at the club as a little kid and you're hearing music that's not necessarily on MTV or the radio, it's like... Or you, you would, But you would hear it on the on radio. On the radio, yeah. You would hear it on okay. the radio. So, and then they sell it at the mall too, at like little kiosks and yeah, stuff, little yeah. mixtapes. Yeah. yeah. So were you Chicago just, lady. and were, were you like fiending for it? Did you, were you just always looking yeah. for the music? Yeah. I mean, I would record it off the radio. We all did that, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it was really crazy. Like in particular, there's one 
uh, mixtape that I still listen to today, Mark Almaria. He has two. Oh, now I'm, I never listened. I never. No names. What's the name of it? Oh, Get It Together. Yeah. Or is that Paul Johnson? Get It Together. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Paul Johnson, Get Another Plan. Uh-huh. Mark Almaria, Mark Almaria, Get It Together. Uh-huh. Check it out. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just growing up with stuff like that. Yeah, it just kind of changes the way you think about music and, and what's good. Yeah. I think a lot of people hear pop music as they're growing up and they're like, this is good. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's color me bad is not good. Sorry, it's bad. <laughs> How dare you? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like <laughs> some people, you know, I don't know. Like sometimes you hear DJs drop like questionable shit, like on some throwback. Like, yeah, remember this? And I'm like, I didn't like that song. <laughs> Dude, I think that's like, that's the funny thing, like uh, being the age that we were or that we are because like the 90s is very back now and we already lived through it. And so it's like when people do these throwback sets, I'm like, yo, really? I mean, like you're a 23 year old DJ and you're playing this song that was kind of sus back then when it came out. I know older DJs that'll drop. I'm like, really? Ice Ice Baby? No. Yeah. Don't drop that. Yeah. Um, It's a bad look. You were 30 years old. You remember that song, yeah. Uh, but it's all good. Yeah, I think it's really funny though. Um, the late '90s shit, because that's really when I started getting into, like, I don't know, like I really started nerding out yeah. as far as music went. And I, I had a friend. Shout outs to Amy Rule. Who, Amy. Uh, Amy. But Amy, she was just, she was really, 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 really cool, and she knew like everything, uh-huh. and she. That bitch taught me how to dress. Shout outs to Amy. Amy, yeah. get on out here. No, she's, she's in the bathroom <laughs> she's hiding. She's here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's a reunion show. Um, but yeah, she really kind of taught me, you know, about music that wasn't juke and music that wasn't just, you know, DJ assaults. <laughs> she was like, it's called Chibo Motto. Check them out. They're oh, cool. yeah. Or like Pizzicato 5 and things like Man, that. I like, haven't heard Chibo Motto in so yeah, long. Yeah, like weird uh, J-pop from like 97 she would give me all these CDs so it's cool that that era is kind of coming back now now why is that the time that you started nerding out is that when you started making your own music um no I just think my friendship started changing and I just you know I became friends with Amy and she was um she would go to parties and stuff she was more like into like the raver yeah that whole scene um were you ever into the rave I was into the rave. No, I really didn't go to a lot of parties when I was young because I was a little bit too young to go. But um, I went to a few parties when I was in college, when I moved to the city. Right. Yeah. So in your high school, like you mentioned all these people that were from your neighborhood. Were, were I mean, I don't know. You mentioned Kanye. You mentioned. Oh, no. I mean, I'm trying to tell you, like the South Suburbs is really, really big. Yeah. It's like. Oh, OK. So there's like 40 towns or something. A whole bunch of schools. Yeah. But I mean, there's. Oh, hundreds but it seems like the south suburb i mean and then there's there's like four or there's three other there's the west suburbs and the north northwest suburbs and the north suburbs and equally as big chicago's very very spread out and very large like la right right but yeah it seems like the south suburbs just for some reason it's boring yeah (laughs) i think that's why it's i mean it's it's boring. There's not a lot of money down there. And so with not a lot to do and not a lot of money, yeah. got to get creative. When was the first time that you started trying to rap? Um, Probably like, oh, six. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought you said you learned to rap in high school. I mean, I learned like 
so that here's what I'm saying is like I never actually recorded a rap song exactly. myself like until, I wasn't until I was like probably 19 or something. But right. I was writing raps when I was in seventh grade, like trying, you know. Okay, well I was I wasn't really doing that, but I was definitely interested in music and kind of coming up with my own little quirky sayings. And we were, I don't know. I mean, I, I wasn't definitely wasn't writing full songs. I don't think I knew how to do that Yeah, yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. So you uh, graduate high school and you go to school, you go to college in the city. Um, I went to, I, I college hops. I like school hops. Same. I bit. did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I ended up at Columbia college, which is also where a lot of, um, that's some mad smart shit, right? No. no, Columbia College is an art school in Chicago. Oh, so it's Columbia not like Col- it's not like no. the university. Of- not or- affiliated. Oh, okay, my <laughs> no. bad. I was like, oh damn, you smart, son. Uh, no, I-, I was a nerd, but no, not not that big of a nerd. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I feel so like- you college hopped and ended up in an art school. Yeah, that's eh, that's exactly what I did. Exactly. And I feel like when you don't know what you want to do, you college hop because you're like do that, you're yeah. like, wait, uh, this school is cool, but I don't think it has anything that I want to do here. Right. Or you know, I'm like I started out at uh, a city school, and there wasn't really there's a little campus. There wasn't really that whole like campus. Like there were a lot of commuters. Right. So I went. To to a state school for like a year and a half and I was like this is so awesome but and then, then did you live in dorms and stuff no I live in an apartment oh, okay. off campus yeah oh look at you you fancy <laughs> and then um yeah and just got like that whole state you should I feel like everyone should go to a state school like it's so fun and you need to get that like that those years out of your system um and then I ended up back in Chicago and, and graduated how did life change from high school to college did you go through any like crazy experimental phases I did a lot of drugs when no, I no I college. feel like I got it out of my system before at jubilation exactly like I've been going <laughs> to a club since I was 12 years old so it's when like you were going you know, to that club as a kid are you drinking and shit like that was that already in the I wasn't in the really equation? getting in like that yeah. I was like I think that you know for the most part I was pretty wholesome I didn't really like while out ever I wild out like later yeah yeah (laughs) but i mean as far as like needing to go out all the time i never really felt that need because i had been going out since i was 12 you know right i saw paul johnson at jubilation when i was 12 you know so i I don't know yeah i guess i was spoiled a little right what did you end up majoring in in college at the art school um film Film. Yeah. And uh, media management. How did that happen? When did the love for film come into play? Um, I've always loved movies and I've always. Because of cable. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I pay attention a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, I had friends that were kind of into film and screenwriting and I thought it was pretty fascinating. And we would just nerd out. There was this video store near us that carried rare titles. Mm-hmm. So we'd just go in there and just like watch the weirdest shit ever. Yeah. So are you like a Fellini head or something? No, not not that highbrow. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, more like John Waters and, and movies like Meet the Feebles and like yeah. weird shit. Yeah. So I got into that and I worked in the film industry for two summers just PAing um and I dated this filmmaker and and in really Chicago went, or in New York oh in New York okay and I was very much like in that world uh-huh. and then I came back finished my degree tried to get a job in city that had no <laughs> at the time had no film industry right and it didn't really work out all yeah that well. so I yeah. worked on a reality show and I hated my life wait what reality show can you say it was called starting over I was a PA there too I was just logging and this is in Chicago uh-huh starting over what was that about it was about six women transforming their lives in a house <laughs> 
they, they were just that like was like six, probably literally the pitch in TV guide. Six holes and a half. It was I so. My phone. Sorry about that. Oh no, <laughs> it's okay though. Um, but yeah, it was really boring, and I, I hated my life. And then I, I started making music. Yeah. Well, so wait, let's. We just skipped a few years. I feel like so you go to the oh, state sorry. school. No, it's all right. I try to keep things a little linear, but it's okay. just because I'm OCD. So you're in the, you're the state school living in an apartment, <laughs> and then that state school is like, oh, okay, I want to try something else. So you move to New York. Um, no, during that time I applied for these internships. Oh, so you these, just got there for the summer? Yeah, I would just go for the summer and work in production. Um, where would you stay when movies. you were in New York? Brooklyn. Yeah. Who, yeah. who would you stay with? Oh, I had an apartment. Oh, you just had an apartment for the summer. How mm-hmm. was that? Was that a good growing experience? <laughs> the apartment? No, like just living in New York. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was cool. It was definitely, I mean, I'm one of those girls and I think there's a lot of those girls who had just a love affair crush on the city of New York in the 90s because there was something really fucking cool about New York in the 90s. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it was. It was just amazing. And and you see movies like Party Girl and you're like, oh my God, like I want to be friends with Parker Posey and like go to those parties and live, you know, that life. And um, I watched like New York Undercover. I just wanted like some Puerto Rican poppy to wife me up and just, you know, I was like, oh. <laughs> I love this place. I just want to be here all the time. Accents, fast paced, whatever. So why'd you move back then? Why didn't you just try to stay out there? It's very expensive to live in it New York is very City expensive. as a 22 year old. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that didn't really work for me. So I moved back to Chicago and finished my degree. And yeah. And this was reality at show. Columbia College. Right? Columbia College. Yes. Where you're majoring in film. CCC. Yeah. And so that's the only PA gig College that you got in Chicago. Chicago was the reality show. Yeah. And then I worked at a bar and they fired me because I was a lousy cocktail waitress. Really? Yeah. How, and I worked at a dance. I had three jobs. When I first started doing music, I had three jobs. I worked at a baby store, like a clothing store. Uh-huh. And um, I worked at Bath and Body Works. Uh-huh. And I worked at a Jamaican dance hall club. Well, and then I also worked at the Metro, which I got fired from, and then later played there. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. No, I like that you worked at a Bath and Body Works because that's like clearly you learned that while you were at farm school about hair products. And cultivating such. them from the land. Yeah, yeah it was. The it Jamaican was. club makes sense because you're into music. What was the first one? I, I didn't hear. My smell good. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. Um, the first one was the baby store. Oh, baby store. And that was my longest stint. Did you ever have the baby bug? Um, for a second, but not because of the baby store. Yeah, I think that that got rid of the baby bug. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, since I was a child, I've always said. I mean, I really was like six years old or seven years old and I said this to my family I was like I don't want kids really they make you poor I don't like <laughs> I, I was seven years old like what what seven year old young really Republican says that that's yeah like, that's crazy they make you poor well I mean also your parents here they're like hey fuck you we're not that poor like what what are oh, no, you trying we, to say we were that poor. Yeah. <laughs> um it's all good but yeah it's really funny like I I worked three jobs and and somehow found the time to what was the thing that snapped in your head where you're like, okay, like let's try to make this music? Um, my brother started DJing. Yeah. And he had this uh, monthly party called Get Out of the Hood. Uh-huh. And it was called Get Out of the Hood because it was in the, it was in Boys Town. And the neighborhood that was like popping at the time was Wicker Park. Uh-huh. That's where all the loft parties were and everything. And he was like, we both lived in Boys Town. Mm-hmm. So we were like, you know, he was like, let's have a monthly party in the neighborhood where we live and call it Get Out of the Hood. Mm-hmm. So that's how Floss started and that's how I started. How long had he been DJing? Like, when when did he pick up he turntables? He got turntables in high school. Yeah. Um, he, I, do you think that your, influence, and and your influence was a part of that maybe? His jealousy of jubilation? Um, 
was jealous of tribulation. <laughs> I think he was probably grossed out by the stories we told him about tribulation. But um, um, what I was gonna say is, as an older brother, I know that it, like. Uh, Oftentimes my taste would trickle down to my younger brother and he would get into those things. Yeah, so like, we were t- actually just talking about that the other day, me yeah. and Josh, about how I was in kind of, we always were kind of into things at different times, into the same things ultimately, but at different times. Yeah. And he was into like, he was listening to like sound bombing and I was listening to Pizzicato 5, like some weird twee kawaii J-pop band. Uh-huh. And then, you know, then I would get into, I remember seeing Atmosphere with Josh at the Metro. And then, let's see. And, but I was always into house music, and he was just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Dance music is the worst. And I'm just like, but it's good. It's fun. And I was into, like, the disco the fl- most flamboyant, you know, house music ever. Yeah. So he was just like, what? Um, but then, ultimately, we both ended up getting into dance music and, you know, being into it at the same time and was having an older sister good for him when he got to high school i would imagine you were a senior when he was a freshman um i was uh, a freshman in college when he was a freshman so we did not overlap oh bummer no. i was just because i was gonna say that would probably just help so much with you like, know what the helped game. let me tell you yeah. what helped i sold my brother a my 66 impala whoa for 400 dollars. that helped his <laughs> that helped step his game up I just gave her the craziest gas yeah. face. Like, what the fuck? Because I'm a good sister. That's crazy. Yeah. How did you get your hands on a 66 Impala? Um, Penny saver. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, it was just the classifieds. I found one. I really wanted. It was not that cool. It was a 66 four-door hardtop yeah. Impala. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, it was dope. Did you learn to tinker on it or what? Okay. Are you a secret tomboy? Oh, my goodness. My dad was like, oh, carburetor's out? Okay, I'll order it for you. You got to put it in. Wow. And I was like, what? And I was out there like five minutes. I was like, my nails. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> he was so bummed. But, uh, that but, became yeah. dad's toy car. Pretty much. Yeah. That's yeah, cool though. Pretty much. Um, so you guys start this party. Did you decide to start it together? No, it was definitely it was his. Josh and Kurt. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. started it. And so that started going pretty well. $2. It was a monthly. It was every Wednesday. Or not every Wednesday. I'm sorry. It was, uh, I think first Wednesday of the month. Uh-huh. admission, capacity 80 people, and it had a carpeted floor, Uh and um, yeah, they always had jello shots. (laughs) Yeah, it was How long did it take for it to catch traction? Probably like um, uh, three months. Mm -hmm. It took a couple months, but not that long. Yeah. Yeah, it was was pretty like, you know, immediately popular. Yeah, and then what? And then they stopped it. How long did it go? Uh, Two years. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good run. I mean, I think that that's what you find a lot of parties that kind of go on too long. Yeah, absolutely. Or parties that are are maybe would do better as monthlies. But yeah, that that's when things really started to pick up. Yeah, and, um, and he was like, "You should make some music with me." I started or? writing like little songs here and there because, yeah, I had met some people in the music industry, and um, yeah, was just really inspired by what they were doing. What were the songs like? The initial ones, really, really, really bad. <laughs> Beyond bad, like they were very bad. Yeah, they were like Terry Cloth. They were very soft. <laughs> um, what were they like? Bars. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like, what were the early songs like? They were just like kind of sing songs. They were about love. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, I'm a romantic, but not anymore. <laughs> You're not a romantic anymore. Not really. Why? Did you get your heart broke? Um, no, I just grown. <laughs> 
I am grown as fuck. Yeah, well, once you get grown, you have to be a bit more pragmatic. You're just the, like, the oh. idealism about love. Yeah. yeah. I'm at that point where I'm like, ah, oh, the next girl that can hold a steady job, maybe I'll just marry her. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to talk about that, okay? We're going to have to. <laughs> it used to be like, I want to I wanna find a girl that just makes my heart flutter every time I see her. And I'm like, yeah. hey, you got good credit? <laughs> like, can we co sign a house together? Uh, problems yeah, real life problems exactly. okay strugs anyways um so your first songs were romantic yeah 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 they were very sing-songy and cute and romantic what yes. kind of were you writing them to like house beats or like what were you writing them to i don't even know i can't remember honestly i really don't know i do remember the first song that i really did and tried on and it sounded good was to diplo's uh gold digger remit mm -hmm. and that shit was so busy it sounded like mardi gras and like another street festival competing against each other while i'm playing spoons and rapping yeah. it was so busy but i had so much fun it was really really fun and people started paying attention to that i think my brother was playing it out you know oh wow at that time yeah 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 and so then what happens um, and so, so I don't do any research. That's why I'm like, I, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So like, I, I'm, I'm just like, oh yeah, just tell me now because I don't, okay, I don't want to like a bridge version. Cause yeah. it's going to take a lot. No, it was, please take as long, long as you want. It's been a wild ride. Um, so that song starts getting a little traction. Um, I guess, I don't know. I just, I did a bunch of kind of, well, this is on the, my, was this on MySpace and shit too. Uh, not even, I didn't put anything on MySpace. I didn't have a MySpace music page for a really long time Yeah, like, or not for really, but it was, I had shows before, before you had my, MySpace. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know. Yeah, my songs suck. I'm not trying to put them. Right, I'm right. trying to trot them out, you know. So basically, um, yeah, I just uh, started improving. I think, and yeah. Josh was guiding me a lot, and he still does to this day. And yeah, I mean, and his stuff started bubbling, and then MTV started getting interested. There was like, there was, you know, then we got a publicist and booking agent, and you know, and everything kind of fell into place. When was this? Like oh eight oh nine. Mm -hmm. Oh seven oh eight. Oh seven oh eight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so then when did you finally make a MySpace page? <laughs> oh seven. <laughs> yeah, oh seven. I remember it was like Pro Nails and Control and that was it. Yeah. Um yeah, I tried to keep it. Is Pro Nails the joint that like got it everything really cracking on a yeah, national level? Yeah, because when, you know, Kanye West gets on your song. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, then you're just See, like, I told you oh, I don't do research. It's okay. I sound like an idiot right now. <laughs> um Yeah, it was really weird. How did I you just, guys meet each other? Um, I was dating Alain, a track who was his DJ at the time. Right. And there was the whole, the first meltdown, the first, I won't call it a meltdown, but the first incident where, um, you know, he bum rushed the stage while Justice was winning their VMA and uh, for best video. And he thought that Touch the Sky should have won. And then Alain basically talked to him and, and was like, hey, um, there's like all these like, kind of weird cool like really diy you know musicians coming out not that justice is that but mm -hmm. you know there there's just like a new there's a new crop mm -hmm. and let me play you some of that stuff and he played some of my stuff too and apparently kanye was like i'm gonna get on that song and i never knew and then i didn't know until i got a phone call with someone playing the song um wow yeah, that's a, so you, the first time that you heard it was over the phone yeah and i'm glad it that's happened great. that way yeah. yeah that's great yeah and like do things just kind of start to explode yeah pretty much yeah yeah that's how it went it just came out and then it was like you're gonna be on tv and you're gonna all the time <laughs> i'm just yeah. like what and i really don't know if i was ready for it it was very much a whirlwind that 
took me completely by surprise. Did you already have management at this time yeah. and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Did that but, come? No, wait, no, I didn't. I didn't have a manager. No, yeah. I did not have a manager. So what? you had to like find a manager after the yeah, fact. Yeah, I had to like shop around and it was, it was, that whole thing is weird. The music business is a strange, crazy, crazy world <laughs> full of unexpected twists and turns. <laughs> it's very weird. But um, at the end of the day, the music speaks louder than anything. And I'm just really glad that that it is really a passion for me and it was never ever about you know the business side I, I right. guess I don't think it is for anybody but some people can get wrapped up in that right and yeah I will always be a music nerd so I always have that <laughs> that's good yeah yeah the I young- will always have nerdisms <laughs> I feel that. like I feel like when the first music you're drawn to is classical music, like yeah, you're always gonna be a little bit of a nerd. Huh? Yeah, it's always gonna be that way. Yeah. It'd be like that, don't it? It does. It does. <laughs> then what was the first time you saw yourself on TV? I didn't have cable. What? In a, in a, what? I know. I didn't have I don't think I've had cable since I left home. So um I never That's funny. I know. Um so <laughs> do you start touring immediately at this time? Like I might have already been you touring. Were, you're already touring? Mm-hmm. Do you like the road? You like being on the road? To a certain extent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it can get to be a real, real grind. It's fun. Um, and there are definitely some shows that really are, you know, those career defining moments and you really like are, or just really, really fun or whatever. But it make no mistake about it. It is a grind. It yeah. Is and when you're on tour, sometimes. it kind of can feel like the same day repeating itself just in a different oh, city. Oh, yeah. You're fully in a bubble. You're in a bubble all the time. Yeah. 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 What's the longest you, you ever stayed on back the road? And you're like, I mean, should I like, should I do laundry or maybe I should just sit here? Should I eat something? There's nothing in my fridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're just like, you kind of get coming out of the twilight zone. Um, what's my favorite place to play? No, what was the longest tour you went on? Like, what was the longest you were on the road? Um, maybe like a month and a half, not too long. Oh, not too bad. But I mean, my thing was more like one-offs and parties. So yeah, it was like yeah. all the time, like yeah. four days a week. Doing spot every dates. Every week. Yeah. Every week for years. So... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that you brought up career defining shows and moments. Can you, do you, do you have any that, that really stick out in your memory that you could recite? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. Let me think there's, there's been a lot, you know what I mean? There's Absolutely. been like a lot of times where you're just like, this is really happening to yeah. me. Um, performing at, uh, Millennium Park, uh, in Chicago was, was pretty big. That was pretty crazy. Um, and, uh, I did a show a long, long time ago at um, the Planetarium in New York, and Kanye came out, and I was like, "What? Oh, well, that's tight. This is crazy." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, things like that. Those those moments, in, like late night TV, things like that, where you're like, family can see you and yeah, call you up. And they can you. finally get it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this is actually a real job. Like, why are you wearing underwear? <laughs> 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 why put on some pants? <laughs> <laughs> then we can talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a question, like bringing it all the way back to the beginning. When was the age when you decided I'm gonna like lose the weight? Because you brought that up early on. Okay. Lisa in April. Holla. Lisa, no, yeah, it wasn't April. Lisa got on Jenny Motherfucker Cray. Yeah. And she lost like and it 20 pounds. And I was like, I want a boyfriend too. <laughs> what about my boyfriend? And so I got on Jenny Craig too. And I lost probably like 40 on Jenny Craig. And then I lost the rest of it myself. Damn, you should have been a spokesperson for I Jenny know, Craig, dog. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of my best friends is doing Weight Watchers right now. It works. Yeah. I seems did that like too. It's nice. Yeah, That's it dope. Uh, what age was Good that luck. at? When I was 14. Or oh. 14 or 15. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was a hefty young one. 
Was it one of those like uh, Winnie Hooper, Winnie Cooper moments where like one summer you're the nerd? Winnie Cooper's Winnie the Cooper, ghetto Winnie Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging with Mr. Yeah, Hooper. like Finny Goop. Like what? <laughs> no. No, nah, but I mean, like you know, you leave school and you're and you're the and you're the uh, I don't know the proper way to put it, the big bone girl, and then and then you come back the, <laughs> over so the sweet. next summer and it's and like fun, and you're like, no. oh shit, it's kid sister, yo. <laughs> <laughs> that was my name in high school. Um... Yeah, kind of a little bit. Yeah, like I lost it kind of like toward the end of the year, freshman year, yeah. and lost a lot more over the summer. And then I came back and I was I was thick. I was not skinny. And you were the apple of all the seniors' eyes? I guess. Yeah, all the cholo's eyes. Oh, yeah. you were leaning like a cholo? <laughs> yeah. That's tight. Something like that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, then what, what made you decide, okay, it's time to leave Chicago? Um. Oh, like that weather, when I though? moved here? Yeah, when you moved yeah, here. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just easier. I mean, there's like hella studios here and yeah. all the producers are here and it's just a bit easier Kinda to work. Kind of where the industry is. It it's easier like. to work. Yeah, and, and the weather is so beautiful. So, it is, yeah. it is. Yeah. And uh, what are you working on now? So my brother sent me all these beats because I was actually working on a side project. I guess it'll be a side project now that is more like it is the greasiest Jerry Curl Funk you probably have ever heard. Word to Kashif. Word to <laughs> word to uh to slave words. I mean it's it's very much in that that vein. Uh -huh. But my brother was like, Why aren't you rapping? And I was like, um, I just wanna do this right now. He was like, You uh should rap. So he sent me all these beats. It's basically like round two. And and he sent me all these beats and that's pretty much how Bedbreaker happened. Yeah. And and the video and all that. My brother just sent me a, a folder. And I've been getting on on those beats. Nice. But yeah, just working with the homies, you know, yeah. friends. Working with the homies, living life. Living life. Yeah. Eating tacos. Just really out here. Writing raps. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> tacos and rap music. That sounds like my life in a nutshell. What uh where can the people find you online? On Twitter and on Facebook, it's Kid Sister. And on Instagram, it's Kid Sistergram. And that's K-I-D underscore S-I-S-T-A-G-R-A-M. Well, spoken like a seasoned professional right there. Yeah. Killed it. Um hey. I appreciate you coming in. Oh, I appreciate you coming in. You are such a pleasant, uh, you have you. such a pleasant aura about you. Very you. nice. And uh Midwest. Yeah. Midwest, yeah. what? Yeah, that's what I really love uh, living in this city because you just run into people at the most random of places, and I go, "Wait, aren't you so and so? Hey, I have a podcast. Come do it." And then a week later, it happens. It's like here I am. Yeah, it's the truly the city of dreams. But anyhow, my <laughs> Thank name you is for having yeah, me. absolutely. It was a fucking joy. I, I'm glad that I got to meet your dog Betsy. She's uh, so cute. Thank you. And uh, but my name is Lee. You guys might know me as Intuition. Whoop. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Intuition. You can follow my man behind the boards, Ben Shim, making the shit sound buttery, at I Am Database, base with two S's. Follow us as a unit on Twitter at That's Kinda Neat. YouTube. Do it. Yeah, do it. YouTube.com, where you're going to see the lovely kid sister perform a new song <laughs> at YouTube.com slash That's Kinda Neat. We're on Facebook at That's Kinda, or at Kinda Neat. <laughs> we're at fucking everywhere, and you can find us on KindaNeat.net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. that's how we're going to wrap it up. Thank you guys for tuning in. This was Kinda Neat. Yeah.